You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from tripadvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? Well, you're going to learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections and meet the woman of your dreams. Here's your host, me, Trip. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I am your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about loneliness. That's right, loneliness. So if you're listening to this right now, that means you might be struggling with loneliness, have some issues around loneliness. You're lonely right now because you haven't met a girl, or you're going through a breakup, or you've never been with a girl, or maybe you don't have any friends. How do you deal with loneliness? Well, I'm going to be giving you some strategies today, stuff that has been proven, stuff that I have actually worked on myself and also have talked to various psychologists about as they have taught me how to deal with the pain of being lonely and also things that I've researched on my own and kind of just all put together for a nice episode for you and some really good action-taking plans for you. So if you're feeling lonely today, this podcast won't solve it by the time you're done listening to it but at least it will give you the plan of action to start solving it as soon as you can. Because, of course, I'm always interested in giving you the practical techniques and all the practical steps in terms of making sure you get results. So let's get into it today. Loneliness. So first of all, you want to examine why you might be feeling lonely. That's definitely step one here. Examining why you're feeling lonely. Get to the source of it. What is it? What is making you feel lonely? And again, only you can really answer that. You know, I can't answer that for you. But I know that loneliness is something that, you know, people feel when they don't have anyone around. They don't have anyone to connect with. You know, there's something about social media these days that really adds to a loneliness feeling. Because when you're on social media, what happens is you see everyone having this great time. You see everyone doing fun stuff because it's very, very rare that someone ever posts something vulnerable or sad or depressing on the various social media platforms, whatever they may be. Usually it's something happy, something they're proud of, something they did, hanging out with their friends, they got into a relationship, they're at a wedding, they're at a party, they got the job that they wanted, whatever it was, they're usually posting something happy. And so when we go on social media and we see that, then there is this false filter that's going through our head saying, hey, everyone you know is having a great time in their life. Everyone you know is happy. Everyone you know is with people. But you forget that those people are not posting about the bad times. Those people are not posting about the lonely times. And also, you're not seeing all the people that you know who are not posting. Obviously, right? You're not seeing posts from people who are not posting. So you're getting a false view of the world thinking everyone is doing something fun other than you and you're kind of stuck behind. So just be very careful with social media and and realize that social media is not true and authentic as it seems to be, right? You can definitely go on social media and get a complete false view of what the world is really like or even going on something as specific as Instagram. You know, no one's posting pictures of themselves having a bad day. They're only posting epic pictures of themselves. So if you're following people or celebrities, You're thinking, wow, they're having a good time. They got this, they got this, and you instantly compare yourself. So step one here is to identify where the loneliness is coming from. And kind of step 1B is to understand that other people are experiencing this too. No, I'm not saying it's like, ah, ha, ha, everyone else is experiencing it too, yay. 
but at least it puts things in perspective. At least it makes me feel a little bit less lonely when I know that other people are maybe feeling that, or maybe you're going through a hard time. That's why people go to support groups, by the way. There's a reason that support groups are very popular. I don't know if there's a support group for loneliness, but support groups are popular because you get to connect with people and understand that other people have similar issues as you, and that helps. So maybe there's not a support group you can go to for loneliness, but at least you can listen to what I'm saying and believe that there are other people that experience it. Trust me. You know, you can go on, I'm sure, various websites, maybe something like reddit.com, and you can find other people who are talking about this kind of thing. Uh, it's a good idea, actually. If you're ever going through a breakup or a hard time in a relationship or a hard time with dating, just go on the relationship subreddits on Reddit. You know, just type it into Google and you'll find it pretty easily. If I can get some links, I'll put it in the description for sure. But yeah, you can absolutely see that other people are going through that kind of stress and, and pain and anguish, and it's there. It's absolutely there. It exists. You're not the only one going through this. There are other people in the world who are feeling what you're feeling in any given moment. Just remember that. Six, maybe seven now, billion people on the planet. Other people are feeling the exact same thing as you. And other people are not. There's a various amount of different types of people out there feeling different things all across the world. So, okay, so we're identifying where it's coming from and understanding where it's coming from. And why I think that's important is just awareness. You know, I don't think necessarily you know where it's coming from, so now you know you're going to solve the problem, but just a general awareness of what is it that's making you feel lonely. And we're going to get to how we can use this information in just a bit, but for now, awareness is key. Some people go their whole lives feeling a lot of emotional pain, and the emotional pain is so overwhelming and so strong but they never take a step outside of it to look at it and say, oh, wow, this is happening to me right now. And when you don't have that awareness, you don't really take the steps to fix it. So when you have that awareness, it's important to know so then you can deal with it. And that's gonna also going to be something I'm going to be explaining on today's episode as well. So, okay, we've identified where it's coming from. We're realizing that we're not the only people in the world that are going through something as difficult as this. Okay. So what's next? What's next? Well, let's just say this. There's a few ways to deal with loneliness, okay? One is the extreme version of trying to mask the pain, right? Loneliness is an emotion. It's a feeling. It's not the fact that every single person who is alone feels loneliness, right? There's times when you're alone and you're doing something and you don't feel lonely. Those are times when you might be who knows, cooking, reading, watching TV, whatever it is. Okay, so loneliness exists in the mind as a thought and as an emotion. So what a lot of people do is they want to hide from that emotion. They want to mask the pain. So it's very popular to try to cover up that pain with extreme versions such as drugs, alcohol, masturbation, any kind of addiction, watching TV, maybe lots of dating, going on Tinder and swiping a lot, or trying to date, trying to find someone as fast as you can. You know, maybe it's listening to this podcast, although I know this episode's not the case because you're actually trying to deal with it if you're listening to these words I'm saying right now. But those are the extreme versions, trying to mask the pain with something that might be unhealthy for you, okay? They might be thinking, well, Trip, come on, I, I, I can't date, I can't drink every once in a while, masturbation's not normal, I can't watch TV, like what are you talking about here? No, I'm not saying that you can't do some of those things, but what I'm saying is 
if every time you feel lonely, every time you feel like, oh God, I can't take the fact that I'm right now alone in the universe and no one is here and loneliness is taking over me and then you start to do something to cover that up, that's when we get into trouble here. So what we want to do is we want to balance out our time. Okay, we want to balance out our time. There's healthy things to do to help with loneliness and that's what I want most of our time to be. Okay, so just bear with me here. Most of our time should be doing productive things that are healthy and good for us that help with loneliness. Because, of course, you don't have to sit there all day and just deal with it. But I'll tell you how to deal with it when it comes up. But we want our day to be a mixture of doing things that are productive, like work, maybe seeing a friend, you know, maybe watching something on TV that you really like, like that one episode that you like to watch you know, once every couple days or whatever it is. You know, reading a book, calling up a friend, going for a walk, working out, paying your bills, you know, normal activities. That's okay. Yeah, it's okay. You know, getting into your hobbies, trying out new hobbies, maybe going on a date every once in a while, if that's what you're doing. So those are okay. It's okay to do those every once in a while. But now you're thinking, trip, okay. Great, but there's all this other time in between that I'm still going to be dealing with loneliness. There's times when I'm about to go to bed or times when I wake up. There's going to be times when, oh man, I'm on the train or I'm in the car or I'm in some sort of you know commute situation where I just feel all alone or I get home and get home to an empty apartment. No one's there. Or maybe there's a Friday night where all your friends are busy or doing something and you can't join them for whatever reason. What do you do during these times? Well, the advice here and the strategy here is to basically sit with those emotions and let them come through you. Because here's the thing. A lot of people won't even give them a shot. They won't even say, let's just deal with it. Dealing with it means letting them pass through you, letting yourself feel these negative emotions. Maybe you're going to end up crying from it. Maybe you're going to end up feeling a tremendous amount of emotional pain. But a lot of people won't give it that chance because once it starts to kind of come up and you feel that intense loneliness, you'll do anything to get rid of it. That's what we do. As humans, we want to make sure that we're always avoiding the pain. But here's the thing that you don't understand. What you don't understand yet because you may not have dealt with it is what's on the other end of loneliness. Do you want to know what's on the other end of loneliness? Meaning what happens when you get through that really dark couple of minutes, maybe it's even a half an hour, maybe it's upwards of an hour. I don't ever think it's going to be that long. What's on the other end is actually a really nice feeling because emotions don't last forever. They come and go. They come and go like a roller coaster. That includes all the positive emotions too. You're not always happy, but you're not always sad. Really, a lot of the time, you're pretty neutral. Of course, there's exceptions. Maybe you're depressed and you're going through a depressive state. But either way, that intense emotional pain that you feel from loneliness, it only lasts for just a little bit. And then you get through it. And then it might come back. And then you get through it. So I ask you during those times to just meditate through it. Meditate through it means just sit there. Let it happen. Feel the pain. Go through it. You know, make it a challenge for yourself. 
say, okay, can I get through this right now? Do I know that I'm going to be alive at the end of it? Of course you will be. It's just emotional pain. You're going to be alive after it. A lot of people don't realize that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Now here's the thing. It's going to come back. You might be going through it for a couple minutes, and then you're like, okay, I got, I got through that. Damn, that was tough. All those emotions coming up, you know, thinking all those thoughts of loneliness and all these negative thoughts, but it's over. I got through it. And then you're going to be okay, and it might come back. Well, then you deal with it again. And you keep on dealing with it, dealing with it, and stop avoiding it. I heard once that what happens when you try to avoid emotional pain or loneliness and you try to fill it with another activity that could be bad for you, maybe drugs, avoidance activities, what happens is you compress it down really far. Like a garbage compressor, you compress it down really far. But eventually what happens is that garbage, as much as you're compressing junk down, junk down, it's eventually going to be overflowing. No matter how much you compress, eventually you're going to get to the point where that garbage is overflowing. Same thing with your emotions. You compress it, compress it, compress it, eventually it's going to get to the top and you're going to be overflowing. It just might be a little while till you get to that point. But once you get to that point, you're in trouble because it's going to hit you even harder and even harder and even harder. So I'm asking you to consistently just empty the garbage. So what, what does that mean? That means that you're going to sit down and if you're in a moment where you're just all alone, just feel it. Maybe even look back to what I was saying earlier. Think about the other person who's feeling. The, the odds that someone else is feeling lonely in the exact moment that you're feeling lonely is pretty high. So maybe look to that person. Give that person a little bit of love and say, hey, I hope whoever's lonely right now that I'm feeling is feeling okay too. And just go through it. And then get on with your next activity for the night. And then go through it again. And go through it again. And keep emptying the garbage. Don't just avoid it and compress it. Empty the garbage. And what happens is you go through that process. And then on top of that, what you're doing is you're still filling your life up with positive activities. Because, you, again, you don't need to sit there all day and just deal with your loneliness. It's not like that's the solution. The solution is to still fill up your time with, with things that you want to do. With the hobbies. Personal development. Maybe a little bit of dating. Listen to a podcast like this. Watching a good YouTube video. Going out and meeting a friend for a drink. As soon as anything comes into the extreme, when you haven't sat down and actually dealt with the loneliness, that's when you're going to compress all that stuff down. So how can you know? Well, step one is to be aware, wasn't it? That's why that was step one. Being aware of what's coming up. So if you become aware of the fact that loneliness is coming up, and you decide to really quickly go and do something about it, like grab a beer or watch TV or call a friend or text somebody to get a response back because it feels good or start swiping or you're doing anything you can to get rid of it, at least that awareness that you have now, you're going to say, oh, okay, I see my pattern here. I see what I'm doing. I see what I'm doing. And so you go in and out of these motions. Now, if you've come this far, you might be thinking, okay, Trip, we got really deep here. I didn't know we were going to go into the whole psychology of loneliness, but I'm feeling lonely because I don't have a girl in my life. And I'm feeling lonely because everyone else is getting married or getting with girls or going on dates and I'm sitting here with no one. So I don't understand. Do I just have to fill my life with hobbies and things to do and 
than deal with loneliness? Like, no, how do I get a girl? Well, here's the thing. First of all, I want you to create a life that's exciting and fun for you. So you don't feel that loneliness feeling that we're talking about so often. So then when you bring a girl into your life, it's not to fill the hole of loneliness and emptiness. It's to add to an already existing fun and awesome life. Now, I'm not saying that you have to create the life and then start dating. No, you can start dating now. You can start dating and meeting girls now and using all the techniques that I teach you on the podcast from my program called Hooked, which you can get at getterhooked.com. Right? I'm saying you can use all those things to continue to date while you're building this amazing life for yourself. That, this is the ultimate solution, I'm telling you. This really is. I'm telling you. So when you're going through this process, you don't have to avoid dating. You can date, but really work on what's going on emotionally in your head. And remember that the unhealthy version of avoiding this loneliness is just trying to date and find girls. That's not the way to do it. And you'll see, I promise, because what's going to happen is you're going to date a girl and you're going to get very needy with her. Neediness is one of the most unattractive traits, actually. Turns girls off very fast and you're going to be pretty needy because if she's not texting you back or she's not calling or she cancels a date or she can't make it to a date or... She rejects you or whatever it is, you're going to go right back to that depressing, lonely feeling. Right back. Of course, it's natural to go through heartache if it doesn't work out with the girl, but it's not going to be as strong as it once was. You're not going to be like, oh no, now I'm back to the bottom. I'm back to where I was before because I never dealt with my loneliness. No, you're going to be a lot stronger now. You're going to be like, oh, okay, it didn't work out. That's sad. You're going to go through a little bit of pain because that's normal, but you're not going to be all the way at the bottom because you already have this amazing life that you've been working on and you already know how to deal with loneliness. You know how, you know how to be alone. You've dealt with being alone. Being alone to you is okay now. So it's not going to be such a hard crashing feeling when all of a sudden you're not with that girl anymore. And this goes even deeper. I believe that once you get into a relationship, you should make sure that you continue to have your own independent life. Because if you connect your life so much to someone else's and attach yourself so hardcore to someone else, well, then you don't have your life anymore. And then you're always going to be very dependent on somebody. This is how codependency happens, right? So you got to be very careful of this. So I say right now, if you're listening to this podcast, this episode, my guess is you're probably not in a relationship. And if you are, that's okay. There's probably a few of you. You can still work on this stuff. But I urge you to work on this loneliness aspect, to really take this loneliness and face it head on and say, hey, I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to sit in it. I'm going to sit in it and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill my life with activities and things that I can do to have a more interesting life. And maybe I'll do another episode on that where we can talk about how to create a life for yourself that's interesting and fun, even if you live somewhere where you think is really boring. Okay, we can go over that. But for now, just understand that deal with it now so you don't have to deal with hell later because it's pretty tough and it can be pretty bad. Don't forget, you can check out my program called Hooked to help you in terms of the dating aspect and meeting and attracting women. When you're ready for it, go to getherhook.com and get your hands on that program so you can start learning how to attract women today and get them hooked on you and get them to come into your amazing life that you're going to be creating. 
And of course, like I said, you don't have to wait. You don't have to say, I need to create this amazing life and then start dating. No, you can start doing it now because you need the practice. You need the tools. You need the tools and the practice. And the tools are at getterhook.com. So go check that out. Thanks for listening. Another episode of How to Talk to Girls podcast. And I'll see you on the next one.